0: Hello, and welcome to our Shine podcast. Shine Women's Mentoring Service supports women to make real and positive changes in their lives following involvement in the justice system. In this episode, we speak with Shine's National Volunteer Coordinator, Carlene, about their new Shining On service and how it augments the existing support provided to women. Thanks for taking the time to talk with me today, Carlene. We're here today to have a conversation about the new service called Shining On. I understand that Shining On is designed to add to what Shine provides. Can you tell me a bit about what the service will do?
1: Shining On is, as you've said, a new service, and we intend to operate this firstly in the Forth Valley area. Um, it will be complementary to the work of the Shine mentors in as much as we know that when service provision is coming to an end, it can be a time of anxiety for participants, Um, and Shining On will form part of the planned end to their formal SHINE mentoring experience by providing an ongoing connection and support for women through a one-to-one match with a volunteer.
0: What other things might the service offer?
1: The hope is that, through forming a trusting relationship with their volunteer, women can explore their interests, build greater confidence, and perhaps be supported to attend local groups or activities to create and maintain an increased sense of wellness and belonging in their communities, so to sort of help with reintegration um and just a feeling of you know being able to have dealt with a lot of the more difficult and challenging aspects upon release from prison or Mm. um, completion of an order but more towards what does it mean to you know be happy and find enjoyment what does that look like so the volunteer team will bridge that sort of gap between the formal mentoring and doing stuff all by yourself they will be there to be a part of um, you know, sort of, I suppose, looking a little bit wider at what women might want to achieve now
0: that the crisis is coming towards an end. How will women be able to access this service?
1: Initially, what we're going to do is take referrals from the Shine mentors themselves who are working in that area. They will be best placed to know the women who are perhaps most likely to be interested and able to benefit from Shining On. So those will be women that they've worked with for a period of time, they've known them quite well, they've achieved some significant positive outcomes with them, and the women are quite keen to maintain some level of connection and support, but in a slightly different way from what's gone before. So for myself, as the volunteer coordinator, we would have a conversation about that individual and. You know what the next steps might look like for her what her hopes are and match them with a volunteer and do a gradual process of kind of handover and transition so that all parties will meet together mm-hmm. on a number of occasions and there will be real clarity and understanding about when one service ends and another begins so that everybody's comfortable with that
0: so, in effect, what we would call a, a soft handover. Yeah. 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 Okay. Tell me a bit more about how the importance of connecting for women in Shining is.
1: I think we have to think about um, some of the challenging life circumstances that some of the women will have experienced and that at times, you know traumatic events from childhood or even ongoing difficulties in uh, the life of the women that we support will have left people sometimes feeling a little bit disconnected or with low self-worth struggling to maintain relationships just difficulties day to day um, and a sense of not knowing really who they are perhaps and where they fit in so I think Shining On offers the opportunity for women to explore what they'd like to do, what what they might look to achieve, and it's not always about addressing a difficult challenge. It can be more lighthearted than that, it can be about finding out who they are now or revisiting who they maybe were before things became so difficult for them. So exploring their interests and the focus being on spending time together with their volunteer in a one-to-one way um, so that whether that's something really simple like well let's meet for a coffee so that I have a reason to get out of the house today or whether it's something which can lead towards a more tangible aim um, or an accomplishment. But in any event, I think it's really just a chance to do an activity together with someone who will be there for you and stand alongside you and be reliable and consistent and kind. And I think that's where a lot of the impact will come from, is that that's an individual that you can place your trust in um, and Mm -hmm. be yourself with. So that there's not a list of tasks necessarily, um, but it's... It's led by the woman herself about what she would like to do with that time.
0: So you talked about interests and you talked about developing their the confidence and perhaps rediscovering interests as well. Within that, it was inter- interesting when you said the word interest, you smiled. So it sounds like there's there's a bit of fun there at times, perhaps.
1: I think what we expect will be that Shining On will come along at the point in which a lot of the really difficult stuff where people are asked to go out with their comfort zone to achieve you know goals that are necessary but not necessarily very much fun um a lot of that will have been accomplished by the time the woman becomes involved so now there might be a little bit more opportunity and headspace potentially to to do things which are for the sake of enjoying them you know it might be taking up a new interest it might be gaining confidence in, in something that you know will stand them in good stead for the future things like um learning new skills or um taking part participating in things so very much kind of what how do i want to spend my time it's not always just achieving things and taking things off a list of scary tasks it might be that um, it can be things that are help my health and well being, for example.
0: When we spoke before about this service, and actually in in your answer earlier earlier back there, you said something about the importance of kindness of being kind. Can you tell me a bit more about that?
1: I think when I when I talk about being kind, I suppose it's just another way of saying that it's about a respectful the nature of a respectful relationship where there's appropriate boundaries in place. So, you know, if a woman and her volunteer have come so far that they've built a reasonable understanding of, of what they can expect from one another, then I think it's about being able to be yourself, really. And sometimes things will be easier to do than other times. So on days when, you know, you're not able to make an arrangement with that person or, or you know, stick to a plea be planned arrangement then you know just respectfully get in touch rearrange it it doesn't mean that everything is lost it can be um an alternative can be arranged it's just about knowing that that opportunity is still there you know even when times are difficult um and the time spent with the volunteer is very much sort of your time really there's no pressure to complete certain tasks and if you need to take a a moment just to stand still or take a side step, that's okay. Um, the value comes from relating to that other person and knowing that they can appreciate the difference between when something is easy to achieve and when something is more difficult.
0: You have said that this is a service that will be supported by a group of volunteers. What sorts of people are you hoping to recruit?
1: I think we would like anyone who has a genuine interest in people and uh, someone who can be actively present with that woman at that time a really good listener someone who can be funny and you know just bring a little bit of their own personality to it because it's volunteering is brings such a a unique group of people together just as the women who would be matched up and come through shining On are all individual with their own story to tell. And I think what we'd look for is to be as inclusive as possible and, and look to each volunteer as an individual themselves. We hope that some of our volunteers will be women who have come through Shine and maybe Shining On also, and can come back around and participate as a volunteer themselves in the future. When you are an expert by experience, you bring something different to that relationship because you are able to empathise um, in a way that's different, you know, you, mm-hmm. you're not guessing what that might feel like, cause, you know, you, you, you would know you've been potentially in a very similar situation yourself. So I think that ability to relate is important. So I think really just looking for anyone who has got a warmth of spirit, really, who's able to connect with people.
0: And so we talk. We talked there about what you might be looking for in terms of um, volunteers. What types of work might volunteers get involved in with Shining On?
1: I think the first thing that we talk a lot about when we speak about our hopes and expectations for the service is that there will be this one-to-one connection with a volunteer and, and the women who participate. Um, but I think the volunteers are invited to be involved in much more than that. We'd like to see a programme of group events and activities um, begin to kind of come about as the service progresses, and women would be invited to take part in that also, but volunteers are invited to bring whatever skills and expertise they've got, they can help to plan and take part in the delivery of these types of events. So if someone had a particularly good idea about something, then you know we want to hear that. Um, we're keen to look at the group work in terms of um, a sort of well-being slant, really. So there's scope there for people to be creative to share that type of skill with women, but also look at m- maybe some slightly more serious topics like looking at how to have healthy relationships and mm-hmm. um, how to keep yourself safe. So. 'll be a mixture and the volunteers are are encouraged to participate in in as much as possible it would be really lovely if we thought that the volunteers could lead some of these sessions
0: okay so you talk about group work there and and, and different sessions and, and in terms of well-being have you got any um, particular ideas of a, a group work session in mind
1: I think the the one that we've Thought we might start with would be around sort of information sharing so it's kind of a signpost and we might involve um other agencies from the local area um just to come along and talk about what they might do Um, Mm -hmm. you know if they're already doing something we don't need to replicate that but what we can try to do is is encourage people to to take part in that by by making sure people know how to access it and what it has to offer so I think there'll be information sharing in that kind of way um and then as I've said I think probably the focus will be on empowering women to make choices that improve their quality of life so where we know that some women will struggle with relationships intimate partner relationships that, um friendships family relationships it's about how how do boundaries work and What does that look like? and How might we be able to kind of have a conversation around that? Um, It might be... It could really be anything, and that's, I think, what's exciting about Shining On, is that we don't have a list at the moment. We are sort of looking to see who comes and wants to participate in our service and what they bring with them, what ideas and enthusiasm they have, and hear from the women themselves about what's missing and what they would like um, and try and, and put together a program from there.
0: In your experience, what kind of qualities do volunteers bring to a service?
1: I think that volunteers bring a vast amount of expertise and skill and knowledge to any service. And I think we're so fortunate when people are willing to give up their time in that way. So I know that the volunteers that I've worked with in the past have wanted to give something back and um, they might have come through something um, and feel that you know they've got some sort of particular skill that they'd like to share and um, it might just be that the what makes the volunteer experience so meaningful is the fact that they're in a privileged position to be able to share in someone's life in some way even if it is in a very kind of small way um, you know when When someone allows you um, a window into their world and lets you you know understand things it's that's not always easy to talk about and i think that that is a privilege and i feel that that's where volunteers really come in it's not just about the sharing of practicalities it's more Mm. just about that um knowing that someone is here not because they're paid to be here but because they're choosing to be here
0: what level of interest have you had so far
1: We've had a reasonable amount of interest, actually. Happily, um, we got some good feedback from our advert that we placed, and there's a number of people who've submitted applications. We're quite excited to meet with with those people and take that forward. Um, I think the next step for us this week is to interview those who are keen to to progress, um, and we've also got a, a drop-in information session for prospective volunteers who might be considering invol- being involved but are ha- looking for a little bit more detail about what that might be like so we're going to um, have a couple of our mentors come along and just have conversations with people about why volunteering is so mm-hmm. important and what the potential impact of Shining On could be um, so that people can decide if it's a good fit for them or not before they they sort of commit to putting in a, an application, so I think we're we're close to the point at which we'll have a a team together. Um, so yes, people have been quite interested in Shining on as a as a project, which is lovely.
0: That's really good to hear. For the volunteers, are you looking specifically at women only?
1: No, not necessarily. I think that we are quite keen not to make assumptions about, um our volunteer team need to be female uh, some of our women who we we would look to work with at Shining On and match to a volunteer might have a preference for a male volunteer mm. um so i think we're not going to assume anything i think if we have um, males who want to apply then that they're absolutely welcome if they um have things that they can offer us in terms of the group events and or involvement in any other way whether that might be you know in a kind of non face-to-face way whether they create content for us or you know they might have um, the ability to do some social media or whatever it is really um, we have to I think acknowledge that it would be easy to say that women always want to work as a woman but we know that at times um, that's problematic. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I think it's about asking the question and, and then listening to the answer.
0: How will you measure success for Shining On?
1: I think what we're going to do with Shining On is we're going to, we're going to continually look for feedback from the women who are involved with the service. So we'll be looking to hear on an ongoing basis what we're doing well, what we could do better. Um, we're interested and will remain interested in what the barriers are um, and any potential solutions to address those so that people feel that they can participate as fully as possible and they can gain maximum benefit from the time that they spend with us and our volunteers. So, I think when we say about measuring success, I think it's about adapting and growing and developing. Making sure that the voices of the women who are hopefully going to help us out and and share their perspectives, make sure those voices are heard, I think that's one thing that we're very keen to do um so that the service um reflects really what women say they want as far mm-hmm. as possible, but also, I think on a personal level, if we can satisfy ourselves that when women have gone through the shining on service. Did they come out having gained confidence? Are they more resilient than they were coming in? Have they learned something about themselves that they didn't know before? Or have they found ways to keep themselves safer? And did they feel valued? I think that's how we'll measure the impact.
0: Shine has a number of partners that we work with. Is Shining On going to be working with other partners?
1: I think yes, absolutely. within the the shine partnership we've got such a varied range of expertise and and the services themselves do such impactful work and the common goal is to support women to improve their life experiences so why why wouldn't we work together to achieve that so um what we've done is we've begun the process of having conversations with our partner agencies about how we might be better able to hold on to women and reduce the risk of women disengaging from services so that we can or fall through the cracks as mm-hmm. you sometimes hear um, but if we can work together to try to, to maintain that connection with women if one service doesn't feel right at that particular time then maybe there's something else that that person can do and then they can come back to us so it's mm-hmm. just about keeping the options open for that person to depending on where they're at and what's going on for them. And I think because the goal is as a common goal, um, I think that there's every chance that we'll we'll be able to find a lot of positives working together.
0: Thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me today, Carleen, and I hope that the new service is a fantastic success.
1: Thank you very much.
0: To find out more about SHAME, visit our website at shinementoring.org. Thanks for listening.